our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Stuff on LettermanRow.com. I am your host, Jeremy Birmingham. If you're watching this on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you're listening on a podcast, thanks for listening. Let's get started with what is going to be a big recruiting weekend at Ohio State as the Buckeyes, now two days away from Wisconsin, uh, get set to host a number of key targets in their 2020 class and their 2021 class. But the biggest visitor this weekend is a 2020 commitment, and that's Jack Miller, the quarterback from Scottsdale, Arizona, who is making his official visit to Columbus as the lone official visitor for the Buckeyes this weekend as they prepare to host the Badgers in a top 15 matchup. Now, if you've been following Ohio State recruiting for the last year, you know who Jack Miller is. If you've been following it more closely in the last two months, you know what the the perceived drama is around Jack and his recruitment right now. The fact is Ohio State is in the market for a second quarterback in the class of 2020. And it seems like everyone's kind of just been waiting, waiting, waiting to see what sort of reaction Jack Miller has when it comes to that pursuit. The Buckeyes have offered a second quarterback in the class of 2020. That is C.J. Stroud from Rancho Cucamonga, California, who made his first visit to Columbus three weeks ago when Ohio State hosted Michigan State. The reality is this. Jack Miller has known all about C.J. Stroud for a long time. He's known that the Buckeyes, in general, were going to be looking for a second quarterback for a long time. That is nothing new to Jack Miller. It's nothing new to his family. It's nothing new to anybody who follows Ohio State recruiting. What is new is that right now, Jack Miller knows who that second quarterback is. And I guess, ultimately, the question is, does that matter to Jack more or less than the fact that they're chasing a second quarterback regardless of who it is. Does that make sense? If you know as the quarterback in the class, and every quarterback wants to be the only quarterback in the class, so let's just be clear. There's nobody out there who's a top-tier quarterback in high school football who thinks to himself, you know what, the best choice for me is probably to find a a class where I'm part of a two-quarterback group. That's malarkey. Nobody's doing it. For Jack Miller to still be committed to Ohio State, knowing that this is happening, and to have made sure to this point to not take visits elsewhere and to be waiting until he gets an opportunity to sit down and talk with Ohio State in person about this situation, to me, reflects that Jack and his commitment is very strong. He wants to be at Ohio State. Now, this weekend, as he gets a chance to sit down with the Ohio State coaching staff and Ryan Day and Mike Yurcich, he's going to figure out exactly how this plays out. Does that mean Ohio State knows how they're going to finish out this recruiting class at quarterback? I don't think so. I don't think the Buckeyes are convinced yet that C.J. Stroud is in the class, but I think that they do believe that it's trending in that direction. So for Jack Miller, this weekend is an opportunity for him to get back on campus and reestablish himself as sort of the, uh, the, the alpha quarterback in this class and make sure that he is putting a best foot forward with the Ohio State coaches and letting them know, I'm not going anywhere This is my class. I was one of the first commitments in it. I've been helping build it. And that he takes the next step in his own development to stand out and say, hey, I understand what you're doing. I realize that there has to be a second quarterback in this class somewhere, but that doesn't affect what I do. 
A lot of people are wondering if this weekend is sort of a a come-to-Jesus talk or anything like that, and I just don't think it is. I think that this is a matter of Ohio State and the Miller family sitting down and, and ironing out what they've already known for a while. That is that Jack Miller is a player Ohio State believes can be the next quarterback in Columbus. But for the roster's sake, for the program's sake, they have to have a second quarterback in this group. If that means Jack has to compete with somebody after Justin Fields leaves following next season, so be it. The Buckeyes will protect the program before they protect an ego or a, or a kid's uh, feelings. And and not, that, not don't get me wrong, that's not me saying Jack is is asking for that. But in general, I think that that's sort of the the speculation out there is that Jack wants them to not recruit another quarterback, and that's just not true. Anyway. So Jack's the only official visitor. He's obviously going to have the usual suspects around him. Paris Johnson will be in town. Uh, I would expect Josh Fryer, uh, Jacob James, Grant Tuton, any other Ohio State commitment that can make the trip up uh, will. There is not expected to be a group of receivers. Mookie Cooper will be in town, so expect him to get to know Jack a little bit better. But really, this is about Paris Johnson and Jack Miller, who've gotten to know each other very well uh, in the last year and a half, getting some time together, and, and Paris being the leader of the class in, in a lot of ways, uh, getting him a chance to sit down and talk to Jack and say, hey, everything's fine. You know you're our guy. Anyway, let's put that to bed. Uh, other than that, in the class of 2020, don't expect to see a lot of movement this weekend for Ohio State. The, the numbers are simply not there. The one guy that I think people are waiting to see if he was going to show up is Mayan Williams, the running back from Cincinnati Winton Woods High School. I don't believe he's going to be on campus at Ohio State this weekend. With a kid like that, he lives 90 minutes away from Ohio State. He could show up at any time. He has not yet. Uh, it's been about a month since he received his scholarship offer from the Buckeyes, and he's not made a trip yet. With weather coming in, it looks like it's going to be a rainy weekend in Columbus. I don't think he's going to make that trip. I think the best possible visit right now for Ohio State and Mayan Williams is Penn State on November 23rd, and I think that's great for the Buckeyes because it allows them an opportunity to really examine Jameer Gibbs when he makes his visit to Columbus on November the 9th for the Maryland game. Let's put 2020 to rest for today and talk about 2021. There are three five-star 2021 prospects uh, making their way to Ohio State this weekend, and that's who I want to talk about uh, more than some of the other guys. There's obviously going to be more than three guys. There's going to be a lot of guys there. Um, and Jack Sawyer, obviously a five-star defensive end, will be on campus as he always is. But there are three additional five-star 2021 prospects making their way to Ohio State. The first and most important in my mind is Emeka Abuka, the five-star athlete from uh, Steelacoom, Washington. Ohio State is recruiting him as a wide receiver. He is the top of the board for Ohio State at wide receiver. Uh, any other name that you see on that list is below Emeka Abuka in the Ohio State plans okay this is an ohio state clemson maybe washington maybe stanford battle uh right now this will be a mecca's second visit to ohio state this is a weekend for brian hartline to reconnect after he's made some visits around the country in the last few months on these trips you want these kids to feel at home right that's the goal obviously it's going to be super rainy in columbus maybe that makes a mecca feel more like he's in the pacific northwest i don't know i don't think that the rain is going to put a dampen uh, or dampen his weekend uh, when it comes to the experience. This is a big opportunity for Brian Hartline to really connect with a kid that he has um, gotten to know pretty well in the last year, but now can take it to the next level again in person. Uh, Abuka visited Ohio State in March and uh, left that visit extremely high on Ohio State, and that has sort of carried them to this point. 
I expect him uh, to come out of this visit with similarly glowing reviews. So beyond that is Damon Payne, the Belleville, Michigan defensive tackle who visited Ohio State for the Michigan State game on October the 4th, 4th, 5th. I don't know. I'm not real good with math, but I do know that Damon Payne is a top target at the defensive line position. Uh, He is a player who is almost certainly going to be leaving the state of Michigan for high school, as he told me when I visited him at his high school two weeks ago. I think this is an Ohio State and Alabama battle uh, to the end, but this is another opportunity for Larry Johnson and the Ohio State experience, the Ohio State atmosphere, to get uh, Payne and his family an idea of what it means to be a Buckeye. Uh, This will be, I think, his eighth different trip to Ohio State. He's very familiar with the coaches, very familiar with campus, and uh, this is just one of those times for a kid to get on campus where Ohio State can say, this is who you are, and it's important for Jack Sawyer to get to continue to know a guy like Damon Payne, who he has singled out as one of his top targets uh, when we talked to Jack uh, for an episode of Bermanology back in June. Beyond that, The other five-star 2021 prospect I want to talk about is Will Shipley. Will Shipley is the uh, top-ranked all-purpose back in the country. He's from Matthews, North Carolina. He is a, uh, I don't want to put too much of an expectation on him, but he's like a Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel type player. He's comfortable enough uh, in the passing game to play in the slot, but he really is most effective out of the backfield. And some people, I think, believed, myself included, that uh, when Ohio State began recruiting him, that you could see him as a as a slot receiver. But after talking to him this week about his upcoming visit, it seems more and more like the Buckeyes are talking to him specifically about playing running back uh, because of his ability to be versatile and do multiple things out of the backfield. So this is a huge trip for for Shipley. He is a player that is is going to be looking at schools like Notre Dame and Stanford and Northwestern, uh, as well as places like Clemson where he's already visited. So you know that he is a, not just a top-tier prospect, but a player who has interests well beyond football, and it's an opportunity for Ohio State to present itself as a complete university to him and his family, not a football factory, which is something we talked about on Letterman Row a week ago, if you want to go back to last Friday and read up on that. So that group is sort of the uh, the creme de la creme coming into town. There will be dozens of recruits on campus on Saturday. I'll talk all about those guys, uh, who else showed up uh, on Sunday's edition of Dotting the Eyes on Letterman Row. Uh, but for now, that's where we're going to wrap up today's Quickie uh, preview, visitor preview, update, weekend, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm not always very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Smooth when it comes to just talking off the cuff. But anyway, folks, I appreciate you listening, watching. Please uh, review, subscribe, uh, hit that little bell in the corner. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's like a bell, I guess, and then it lets you know when there's new episodes of Talking Stuff available or Bermanology or anything else on Letterman Row. So, um, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you on Sunday. Thanks again, folks. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.